You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. Dunk the ball, you burger. So, Nick, are you ready for, for one last dance? Isaac Harris, I am never ready for that kind of dance. When I saw that tweet by Dwayne Wade, Nothing screams. I want and I want the most attention for an entire year than something like that. Coming back for one last dance in a world, please. We make fun of of a sick guy in the finals when you lose, and it just it it's frustrating because we were talking about before the pod, and you know Vince Carter is like my favorite athlete of all time. And then obviously with Dirk and like my like second favorite player ever, I'm like they're probably going to go in the Hall of Fame next year if they you know or ne- not whatever. You would put they're, you if they put Dirk and Vince ahead of Michael Jordan. As far as Dirk your, and Jordan, as far as Vince for player. sure. Vince Vince means more like to personally to me. Just everything with my childhood and all that stuff. Okay, anyway. Jordan, yeah, Jordan <laughs> obviously. They're in their top three together, but. It's just like I was. I've already been preparing for them to go in the Hall of Fame together if they retire after the season, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I've honestly already started like looking into possibly going up there, and uh, for yeah. everything and like in five years, like, oh, <laughs> in five years, literally. And uh, but now I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man! If Wade does this, and then Wade's in their class, it just puts a little damper on it. Sure. But at least for this year, hear me out. This is exactly how it needs to go. Ex- for his one, exactly. one last dance. This is exactly please. how it needs to go. Dwayne can do his whole thing. He's going to get the Draymond Green treatment, the exact Draymond Green treatment that was given to Paul Pierce, where Paul Pierce was talking about how he's you know doing his final run, his last dance, blah, blah, blah. This is his last season. He's going out. I'm a Hall of Famer, all-star, blah, blah, blah. And Draymond Green looks at him and says, you ain't Kobe, where Paul Pierce thinks he's going to get all this love. And sure, he did get a lot of love in all these places. He got his video. He got his night where he had to push Isaiah Thomas's tribute video out of the way and had to have it his way. And Dwayne Wade's <laughs> going to do the exact same thing. He's going to be asking for all this, you know, all this praise and all this stuff. And, and if you don't think he's asking for it, then why tell everybody? Do exactly what the greatest player of all time is doing in Dirk Nowitzki and not tell anyone and wait not yeah. tell anyone and allow Dwayne Wade to just cover up all this stuff and then quietly go out at the end who I mean people are still going to ask Dirk people are still yeah. going to ask him but, aka Eddie, Eddie Sefko but Wade is just going to Dwayne take Price all that Dwayne Price away, will be Eddie and it's exactly the way Dirk wants it to go totally fine Dwayne you could do all that but don't forget about 2011 don't forget about it don't for, don't forget about Dwayne. And this Dirk's a far better player in history than Dwayne Wade is, for sure. Yeah, and you know, 
Who knows? He might make the all-star team because the East sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's taking Middleton's spot. Uh, <laughs> top 10 player, Middleton. Um, oh, by the way, by the way, this is what we're getting to today now that we're like four minutes in already. Uh, we're ranking the benches in the NBA. This is the last official um, ranking that we're doing for positional rankings. Uh, we've been doing all the starting players. You can go back and listen to you know shooting guard point guard, you know, center, all that stuff. We did all those positions. We did the five positions. We ranked them. And now we're going to rank the benches. And then we're going to give them, like, a rating. And so we're going to go through and, you know, in our our show tomorrow, we're going to go through. Oh, wait. Did I just say tomorrow? Did I say tomorrow? Isaac, are we back to five shows a week? Nick, did you just say tomorrow? Did I just say tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Locked on Mavs. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow, we're back. We're back to five shows a week. I'm excited about it. Hey, we back. We back for a while because this week is Media Day. Holy cow. Media Day is on Friday. And so we'll we'll probably delay the Friday show to come out like during Friday, like after Media Day, right? Yeah, yeah. After Media Day, I... (laughs) um, I put out a few flyers about uh, talking to Luca. Flyers uh, or feelers? Feelers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're past we're past midnight right now. Um, recording this. So, Isaac went to go see some like Game of Thrones live. Yes, my wife and I went to Game of Thrones live here in Dallas, and it Nerd. was awesome. Nerd. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I uh, put out a f- few fillers uh, to. Uh, try to talk to Luca coming up uh, because I just don't have connections to him right now. No, he's going to get his picture taken. And literally, uh, I was told everyone in Dallas is, and is trying to talk to Luca right now. And it's so funny because media day and even on, everybody wants to talk to Luca. There'll be a thousand stories written about him, thousand one-on-ones and like all this different stuff. And it's probably going to be pretty dang boring because yeah, he gives Luke, the boring, the most boring answers right now. And, it's, yes. and he, you know, he has no reason to give anything interesting. Yes. And it's just like him adjusting to uh, being yes, here and I love language. Dirk. Saw the Cowboys. It was great. Big stadium. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so he's just, I mean, he's 19 years old from, in a, you know, in a new country coming, you know, like, what do you expect from him? I would not want to talk to Luke on media day. Yeah, and and it's like a lot of people show up for media day. That's like uh, you never see uh, pretty much the whole year. I mean, some people that have exclusive exclusives, and um, but you just see them on like media day or something also, like NBA. that. Also, NBA.com and like ESPN come and they do like these big photo shoots and they take all these photos of players and all yeah. that stuff. And you never see them again, Isaac. You never see them ever again. You never see these national people. Freaking AP. And, uh, the AP shows up and takes all these pictures of people. Yeah, and just logs them in the <laughs> computer and it's like, all right, see you, bye. Oh, man. So, But no, it'll be fun. Um We'll have some good quotes and different stuff from that day. Yeah, we're we're very excited about it. I think I would want to. I mean, DeAndre's not going to give anything good either. Uh, I'm mo- I'm more curious about DeAndre than Luca. Yes, just because we've we've talked to Luca and but, all that stuff. DeAndre has just been off the grid until the past week or so, and now 
he finally has to talk to the media. So it'll be the first round of questions he gets. And all I can't wait. We got to put a bet down. Bet down right now, Nick. Oh, we should. Who, we should do a whole bunch of media day bets. Media day bets, oh, yes. Yes. Write this down. But right now, live on the pod, which reporter tries to ask the snarky, mm. like jokingly, <laughs> so um, how's it different than three years ago? <laughs> and some like stupid joke with it. I'm, I have my choices nailed down. Which reporter asked DeAndre Jordan about 2015 first? And we're talking hey, about in the big in the big press conference. So yeah, okay, we have Sefco, um, Tim McMahon, McMahon might, McMahon might, yeah. I'm going with Eddie. I mean, Dwayne might, but Earl, no. <laughs> um, who? Who else can we say? Kato. No. Nah. Kato will be there. He's on Mavericks now. Sod. Oh, yeah. yeah, he'll be there, but he'll probably be on his like laptop or something. Sod will be one. Yeah, Sod, Sod asked a lot of questions. He asked the questions. I'll go with Eddie, though. Eddie will I try mean, to make it like, I mean, funny. Sefko and McMahon are the two favorites, for sure. Yeah. Brad McMahon will just be blunt. Brad Eddie will Townsend. try to be like funny about it. And but anyway, we can talk about this later on the week. <laughs> There's a little inside baseball for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we'll we'll talk all about that. We have we have three more shows to do this week before then, uh, including this one. So, um, all right, but we're gonna get to our bench rankings, and these these were tough. Like this is probably the toughest one because you're not just objectively looking at or subjectively looking at a single player and ranking him above another player or below. This is now different positions, a different group of players. So I'm subject- subjectively looking at, like, for the Mavericks bench, how good do I think Berea, Dirk, Powell, Devin Harris, and Mejri are compared to, like, I don't know, the Pelicans bench of Randall, Alfred Payton, you know, Ian Clark, the Okafors, and, like, Darius yeah. Miller. You know what I mean? Like, some of those players I would rank higher than others. But then, as a whole, I would rank them much higher than the Pelicans. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it was very difficult to come through these. And I, a lot of these, I think, will change for me. And just giving you a heads up, the chances of us mentioning a player that's not on X team is probably going to happen. As far as, oh, yeah, man, they got this player. Oh, crap, no, he's not different. We are, the bench rankings are by far the hardest because we're trying to, some of these teams run, like, like looking at Houston, like, well, crap, they run, like, three deep off the bench. Then you got teams like Carlisle that play, like, I don't know, 11. Or Brooklyn. (laughs) Brooklyn has a lot of players. I was looking at Brooklyn. I was like, how are they going to play all these guys? So there's going to be a bunch of, you know, this will be the biggest opinion-based one because – you can look at somebody that has There's a lot of factors. You know, I use Houston for an example because they have Eric Gordon, which is a very, very good player. Probably you could be the best player off, coming off the bench for any team. But outside of Eric Gordon, it gets really, really thin. So then yeah. it kind of gets down to how much weight you put into Houston's bench. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. <laughs> He's um, not talking to me. <laughs> he was talking to his wife who handed him my, a drink. My wife uh, brought me my computer charger. Oh, your charger. Oh. So it just comes down to like, hey, how high do you <laughs> yeah, rank? Yeah, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Eventually we'll do video, but not right now. Someday. Someday, uh, maybe. Eric Gordon compared to somebody else. So anyway, um, yeah. This should be uh, very interesting. I shouldn't have said anything. Everybody thought you were just talking to me. <laughs> Hi, Dar. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Oh, shout out to the guy that commented on my YouTube 
channel and uh and said that his wife says that he spends more time with us than he spends with his wife <laughs> that's the funniest thing ever dude <laughs> that was so great such, i such love great. that comment. i want to I I, give my shout out let me go find it real quick yeah I, I don't know when i read that comment but i started cracking up because i told my wife and i think she made some like funny comment of like well i think you hang out with nick <laughs> <laughs> shout out to jacob hernandez <laughs> what up jake shout out and then jacob, uh, you follow us on twitter holler us on twitter yeah yeah and then uh there's another guy benji that said we saved his life okay are you are you guys ready for this you, Actually, you know me what? Up my water you know what i'm gonna tell you how we changed the, how we saved this guy's life through the podcast right after this All right, Isaac, the season's coming. We're so excited for it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the season. I'm ready to go to some games. I'm not going to be able to go to as many games. And I'm out here I'm out here in Florida now, so I'm actually going to have to buy tickets because <laughs> they're not going to give me credentials to go to the Maverick, to go to the Magic games. Um, they could. You know what's the best source for tickets that's out there right now the best one we've talked about other ones but that's not other ones this one. start with a v vivid seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to you can sort by the price or look for seats in the section row of your choice and to make things even better vivid seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo for 20 dollars off orders of 200 dollars or more to save even more money did you say exclusive <laughs> it's an exclusive exclusive that's 10 percent off 200 so 200 or more you get 20 dollars off so that's, I don't know, that could be one ticket. That could be a family of four. That could be, depending on, you know, what game you go to. They're all going to be different this year. Um, the Mavericks going to be a little bit better, but their tickets are still going to be pretty inexpensive. They'll still probably have those $10 tickets towards the end of the season because they're not going to be vying for the playoffs as close as, as we think they are. Um, but go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seat app, use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. That's promo code Locked On. This is Vivid, V-I-V-I-D, Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theaters and more. So this is not just sporting events, too. You can go to all kinds of different stuff. Check out Vivid Seats. It has it all. Download the app. Enter the promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. $200 gives you half of a ticket to go see Hamilton right now. It gives you, like, three-fourths, like, a Cowboys ticket. It's, like... A buck fifty. Yeah, it depends on on where you want to sit there, uh, but make memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. Vivid Seats. Promo code locked on. Sounds like a great deal. All right, Isaac. Let's get into our rankings. I'm excited. There's some good stuff. There's some good stuff in these <laughs> rankings. Um, number one was tough though, and. I don't think it's tough at all. I think that was the easiest one for me. Oh, interesting. Okay, number one, I still have the Warriors. Oh, snap, no. I have Boston. Really? I have Boston three. I'm a, I drank the Bill Simmons Kool-Aid of this is the <laughs> deepest team since, like, Russell or something. So, okay, so, you, so with Boston, you have Rozier, Smart, Marcus Morris, Semi Ojale, Aaron Baines. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty dang good. That is pretty good. I still like the Toronto bench a little better. I like Van Vliet. OG is going to be taking another step. Like, how many of those guys on the Boston bench are going to be taking a step forward? Uh, 
OG is I mean, definitely going to be. Van Vliet is going to, and then Siakam on Toronto. I'm not All that three big, those guys. I'm not are, a huge Siakam fan, but you got it. Well, their step forward he reached the level that Smart or Rogier's at. Um, I think Van Vliet and Rogier are almost the same right now. Oh, oh no, I, I think so. That far. In different, I areas. think Rogier could be a starter for like five to seven teams. I don't think Van Vliet would. We didn't tell everybody how we saved this guy's life. I just totally remember this. Oh yeah, tell our, him about it. Our guy Benji commented on my on my YouTube and said, "I just wanted to say that I love Locked On Mavericks and I appreciate what you and Isaac do. Thanks, man. It's nice to have someone as obsessed with the Mavs as I am. Isaac is. Yesterday, when I was about to drive my truck, I paused to turn on your podcast. I swear, pausing for that little bit probably saved me." from getting in a bad car wreck with a guy running a red light. If you read this, I just thought it was cool. Thank you. You know what? Benji. I don't care if that was hypothetical or not. We saved that guy's life. Benji, I'm going to choose to believe you, and that's a remarkable story. Because I'm thinking that he's like at a red light, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden the light turns green in his lane. He pauses. He thinks about, man, you know what? This drive is really boring. I'm going to turn on something awesome, and it's locked on Mavericks. And so he turns it on, and then all of a sudden, his light turns green. The light turns red going the other way. Like the log, and the logger truck from, like, Final Destination goes by. Just with, like, knives in the front of it for some reason. And drives right through the light. And he didn't go through because he was too busy thinking about locked on Mavericks, which is a great thing to be thinking about. And he's sitting there like, (laughs) Benji's like, oh, my gosh. My life just and adrenaline, your heart's my pumping, eyes. you're getting through it. You're like, oh my gosh. He's thinking about his kids, his family, his wife. He's probably not and even he, married. And he's like heavy <laughs> breathing as you're like, media member from mousemoneyball.com. And, <laughs> and he's like freaking out the whole time. And uh, who knows? Benji could go on to create the, like, the cure for cancer. And uh, hey, we can credit Lockdown Maps for that. Hey. Everybody's party. Everybody has a destiny. Everybody has something that they're meant to be meant to do, and uh, you got to get there, right? And we helped him get there. We're all about going. We down helped him rabbit, remain rabbit here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Shout out to Benji. Benji, um, you're awesome. So you okay? So you have Boston. The guys that can take a step forward, like Smart and Morris, we know who they are. This and Baines, we know who they are at this point. It's not all about taking a step forward. Iguodala is not going to take a step forward, but he's really good. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's why I have him number one. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying have that. Bell and Looney that could take steps forward, forward, yeah, forward, and yeah. and I think Toronto's bench was better than Boston's bench last year. It's their starters to get. It's the starters that get Toronto in trouble. It's Tabaka and Jonas to get them. I will say, and don't forget about Gregor Monroe also on the Raptors. So it's funny that he went from Boston to the Raptors now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I have Toronto. <laughs> I have Toronto three. <laughs> I have Toronto three. I like OG and I like Van Vliet. Uh, Norman Powell didn't. I didn't think he had a very good season last year. No, me either. And um, they still have CJ Miles, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Dallas is yeah. Up. Like CJ Miles also. So yeah, I do too. I just like, I the, like those three guys of Van Vliet, OG, and Siakam. I love those three guys because OG started pretty much every game last year, and now he's I know, love being relegated to the bench. I think. I know this might seem a little blasphemous because Van Fleet has like a Jokic like fan club, but he does. He gets he gets a little bit overhyped for me, but I still like him though. Yeah, 
All right, we need to move a little faster. Hey, let's move faster now. <laughs> let's move a little faster. Uh, so I have Golden State, Toronto, and Boston. That's my top three in that order. I'm going to shock you. Wow. Who do you have at two? The Indiana Pacers. I have them at five. I think they're awesome. I love their bench. Their bench is so great. Because you're Ty- looking at Corey Joseph. You're looking at Tyreek Evans. Yep. Doug McDermott and Sabonis. And Kyle O'Quinn, too. Kyle O'Quinn's solid. And Kyle O'Quinn, who they just signed to. I love that second unit, and, and I just can't get past that. And we don't know what we're going to get from Aaron Holiday, either. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I love it. Every bit of it. I just couldn't. Like, some of these other ones, like, I, I find, like, three players I like or, like, two players yeah. I like. I love their whole second unit. Like, if they did a whole mass... Hey, I'm Roy Williams, classic Carolina. I'm just going to get pissed at my starters and just replace <laughs> a whole new five. And they did yeah. that. I would be like, oh, okay. Like the second five in Indiana would probably split a series with the with the starting five. Mm. So you have Collison. Collison and Joseph are like a wash. <laughs> nah, give me Joseph. <laughs> Oladipo, Oladipo and Tyreek Evans. Sabonis and Miles Turner are close. Like yeah, that, like, and then you get the shooting from McDermott, <laughs> McDermott and Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of yeah closer than you think too. So like, I could see them like splitting a series in like practice or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. So, I love Indiana. Uh, Indiana is awesome. I have them at five. Um, I thought about putting them higher, but I, I'm not sure how the Tyree Evans thing. Like, like, uh, are we? Mm, I am. Are we sure he's good? You know what I mean? Are we sure that he's yeah. rookie rookie year? Last year, Tyreek Evans, is he going to be back? Just put him in the same role he was in Memphis. That's all. That's all I'm... Easier said than done for Tyreek Evans. We've seen it before. We've oh, seen it. Because the, the Memphis role was so difficult. We've seen the flashes. Well, in the Memphis role, he could just do whatever he wanted. Memphis wasn't yeah. going anywhere. Put him in Indiana. And... Yeah, but they didn't win anything. That's because they're throwing Indiana out Kobe, Kobe Simmons and a freaking Harrison twin. I know. That's why that's they why didn't he can win do anything, anything he wants. Now he doesn't have that. Now he has. he's playing next to Sabonis. And... You know McDermott, who actually have like a you know a system and a yeah, I think he could be better. Get off Tyreek Evans. I have the Warriors at four. Do you know who I have at four that actually plays real basketball and are awesome and are going to be awesome again? And I was so right about the Lakers. And I was so right about them last year, and I'm even writer about them this year. Even writer. Our Dallas Mavericks. Wow, you have them at four. Yes, they were so good last year. Berea, That's Dirk, Powell, Devin Harris. I'm putting Dirk on the bench. And and Solomon Measury, plus Maxi, plus whatever you get from Dorian Finney-Smith. That that bench is great. Let's see where I have them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have them at nine. That's fine. Doubt them again. They were one of the best benches in the NBA last year. I love them. It's just, I mean, it, you just talk, you just destroyed my Boston one. Like about who's taking a step forward? Ain't nobody taking a step forward. They're they are what they are. No, but they and were that, awesome already. That's cool. Um, would you say some benches take a step forward and some take a step back? No, nope, not age? this one. No, not this one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like no, that's it's a, good, roles. It, it's a good point. Uh, we could see Dirk. Dirk's not gonna take a step back. No, Dirk is what you know? he is. He's gonna hit threes forever. Uh, but. I think it, it might be unrealistic for us to expect the same exact season and health from JJ Barea. And mm. I love JJ. And I'm not like saying so he's then like you bad, add, but you add Brunson into that then. Yeah. I, I think Brunson will take a little bit of time, but sure. 
but well, maybe by yeah. that time JJ will be injured. He'll be able to step into it. That that's that's health has a lot to do with my my Dallas ranking because Dirk, JJ, and Devin playing all playing seventy plus games oh, each. That is uh, that's stretching a little bit. And you know, well, I don't want to go down the Dwight Powell route, but I do love Ray Spalding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much Randy's going to get. Yeah, with. you do love Ray Spalding. You love him a lot. Uh, but no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Dallas bench, but I think some other ones have a when when ranking benches. I look at some of these other players that come off the bench. They're the ultimate unit, I think, that is better than the sum of their parts, and it's 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 easy to look at them. I'm not saying you're doing this, but it's easy to look at them and be like, ah, you know, Bray is just fine. Dirk is, you know. He's not as good as he was. Powell is, you know, terrible at thumb things, and he's great at, you know, singular things. And Devin Harris is, you know, not as great of a shooter as we'd like him to be. And but then you you put them all together and you play together, and they just destroy other. They destroy all these other second units, and they did all season. Yeah, they're just different. They are. I mean, if we're ranking bench chemistry, then we are. That's part of it. Then Dallas is right at the top because nobody's gonna have as much as chemistry as they do. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, if you matched them up against some of these other people, like, and you went player by player and said, would you rather have this player or this player? That's what I was like starting to do because I didn't want to be like too homerish with the Dallas thing. How dare you fall? How dare you fall for that? The Mavericks, the 2011 Mavericks were the ultimate team that bucked that trend of like, look down the, look down the line and be like. Be like, oh my gosh, the Heat have three of the top four players in this series. They're going to win. And then you want every other matchup. Right. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um, all right. The, uh, so five, I have Indiana. Who do I have at five? I have OKC. Yeah, you're higher on them than I am. Yeah, I'm doubling down on them this year. I think they'll be the two seed in the West. I think they'll be the biggest um, competition to Golden State this year. And so OKC's I like their bench. bench. They have, I, hey, they got Nerlens. They have Tennis Schroeder. <laughs> they have Patrick Patterson. Maybe um, him and Jeremy Grant. Who knows? You know how they're going to yeah. play that. Um, Terrence Ferguson, Alex Abrinas, and then your boy Nerlens and Ray Felton too. No, I mean I think I think this is perfect for Schroeder, and just uh, I'm a I'm a big believer in them getting him and like his fit with them. Yeah, and he's very good. I think a winning team like this um, is going to be a shock to his system for him and Nerlens. Sure, and that will be a jolt to them of this is what winning basketball looks like. Now I'm not a big believer in their coach, but. Uh, their bench unit, I think it could be the first time that they actually have a, a solid, <laughs> solid bench. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have them at 13. Okay. Dang, you really low on them. Yeah, I'm starting to look at the guys above them, and I'm like, oh. I know, but it's hard. I'm I mean, moving, you're going to laugh at I'm moving them to 12. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm at 12. I mean, I might move Dallas up a few spots, but. 
Like, I have a team above Dallas right now that you're probably going to laugh at, that we're both going to laugh at. <laughs> um, all right. Number six, I have Houston. You lie. Do you have Houston? One, two, three. No, I have Houston at 22. Holy cow. I think just a player like Eric Gordon brings them all the way up to the top here. Because if you have that one guy oh, that can dang. go off. like he's, That's my whole thing. With After Eric Gordon, I don't the, like anybody. See the second best player on this list? Of all these he guys? He could be. Yeah, and it like goes down to like what... It goes down to what we like value. Yeah. And it's and then, just for me, outside of Eric Gordon, I don't like anybody on their bench. Yeah. Brandon Knight, you know, no. who, who knows? Nene, Marquise who Chris, knows? Ha. Nene, Marquise Chris. I love you, bro. Ennis. Brazilian. Let's go, but you're old. James Ennis, uh, I like. James Ennis. Okay, sure. It, it could include this, this list could ha. include this list could yeah. I didn't even write him down. <laughs> this list could include Mello too. Yeah, Which, <laughs> I don't know if that, that makes it better or worse. That would lower them down to like twenty five oh, for me. That's our <laughs> big difference one so far. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Six and especially because they because they go like I feel like this is a sign that your bench sucks is when you go like seven deep in the playoffs. Yeah, and they went seven deep. Like all the other teams will go like ten deep or like at least eight deep. But, I mean, they were literally rolling everybody like 40. This is why Chris Paul got hurt, because their bench sucked. Yeah. And I wouldn't say their bench got better this year. They lost Mamute. But I think they'll get something out of this bench. Gordon for sure. And then they'll get something from from one of these guys. Oh, yeah. This is wow. That's this is a fun one to debate too because it's it's a top notch team. Because you forget that like when they brought in Eric Gordon, they also brought in Ryan Anderson, and they didn't get the same production they got from Anderson from Gordon. They took a shot at both guys. They paid him a ton of money to, for both of them, and they they hit on one out of the two. That's kind of what Daryl Morey does. He plays the odds, and so he's playing the odds with Chris and Knight and James Ennis, and like he's trying to like one of these guys is gonna hit. Yeah, and that I feel like they're gonna hit on one of them this year. I don't know which one it is. Mm, I'm gonna okay. get. I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna say it's night, but we'll see. He's actually shown signs of life in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Back in all right, so six. I've, I've and I'm I'm not upset about any of these really. I don't. No. <laughs> um, who do you have at six? Uh, the Clippers. Okay, yeah, I have them, I have them at eight. I think Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, Sidarius Thornwell, your boy Milos, Shea Gilgis, Boban. Jerome Robinson. Yeah, the other rookie. Um, I mean, really, it just comes down to Lou, the two rookie uh, two rookie guards that I really I really yeah. like SGA. I was kind of, I thought it was a little reach for Robinson, but SGA, Harrell, Lou Williams, that so when I'm start, when I'm ranking these benches, my mind looks at like the the first three players off the bench for them, and so for like Houston, somebody like that. Like for Nick's mind, it is who's the best player off their bench, and it obviously means more to you. Yeah, the b- it does. Better player off the bench. I'm looking at the the top three players off the bench and what that looks like. So for Lou, SGA, and Harold, I really like that, and I really like them. So. And then, wow! You already cast aside your boy Milos. I love. Oh no, I love Milos, but I just wish they'd give him a new home. They just got too many people right now. I know. Send him to Phoenix. We could only hope that'd be fun. Um, Orlando. All right, number seven. I have Miami. Hey, I have my eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 
Olenek and Bam are that's the two best big combo in this whole group. Uh yes. Like and Bam, then... like people are uh, people on like Miami the Heat Reddit and Heat Twitter are talking about should we start Bam over Hassan Whiteside? And, oh yeah, and like saying that this is what we should do. I'm totally for it. Bam could actually like handle the ball too, and. That's what's what I mean. Don't tell Hassan Whiteside because then he'll want to start handling the ball too. Hey, he can shoot threes. <laughs> um, number eight, then I have the Clippers. Um, who do you have at seven? You're gonna laugh, Nate. The Lakers. I do. I have them at nine. I'm eight, and it just it really boils down to Josh Hart and Kyle Kuzma and that I was impressed with them last year, and I think they take a step forward this year. And, yeah. Yeah, if you're doing your top three thing, I mean, Kuzma, Hart, and then either Rondo or Lonzo, depending on who starts. Like That's a, pre- that's a pretty good top three. Yeah. That's so a like, great top three coming off the bench. And that's how, like, now, if they switched out some of these people and yeah. just put the veterans to the bench, um, which we don't know that, who they're going to start. I mean, LeBron, Ingram, and... I guess that's KCP the only, probably. only two guarantees, maybe. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just I think all the young guns on the Lakers will take a step forward, and it pained me putting them at eight, but I did. And then who knows what you get out of, you know, Beasley, Lance, <laughs> the two rookies. Yeah. Who knows? Very up in the air. Lance, by the way, is already like a 88 and 90 on NBA 2K in his my career. Uh, he was posting oh. all these – all these photos last night on his Instagram of him playing, and people were like, "He bought VC. He bought B- VC. <laughs> like he probably did." That's what all the 2K players do. Oh, wow! <laughs> they do. Wow. <laughs> no, that, I mean that's that. Wow. You you have to. Wow. Just call. That's what that's what they all do because you you buy. I mean you buy VC, and it only gets you to like a 85 or something. And then you actually have to grind out through the game to get to a 99 and get, like, rankings, all that stuff. So, like, wow. everybody buys the game and gets VC to get them to an 85, and then they just – then you start, like, quote-unquote grinding. Well, I'm sitting over here, played a whole season, and I'm, like, an 81. I'm like, gosh, how do these guys get to freaking 99? <laughs> um, okay, Clippers for me, then Lakers, and then number 10. We both have next. Uh, but before we get to number 10 and the rest of our bench rankings, Isaac, let's take a little break. All right, Isaac. Number ten, I have the Utah Jazz. Interesting. I like this bench: Jay Crowder, our old friend, Dante Exum, Royce O'Neal, who had a breakout year last year, it was an interesting wing. Alec Burks, who had a game of you know a, the game of his life in the playoffs last year, and then the wild card, Grayson Allen. Who knows what we're getting from him? <laughs> he could bring some solid minutes. He's gonna definitely trip somebody. He's gonna punch someone in the balls. It's gonna be interesting. And then uh, Ekba Udo coming off the bench for them. I have Utah at 13. And that's with me loving uh, Dante Exum. Yeah. So Step forward <clears throat> step forward candidate. Yeah. Exum, Crowder, and Royce whoever. O'Neal. Yeah, Royce O'Neal is their three uh, for me. That, you know, I like them. It's great. Uh, number 11, I had the Milwaukee Bucks. Interesting. Who did I did I tell you I had ten? Oh no, you just told me Utah. Who do you have? I know, at, I had, who do you I have Utah at 13. 
I had Lake, Lakers at seven, Miami eight, Dallas nine. Dallas at nine. I, Spurs. I had the Spurs at ten. Okay. Yeah, the Spurs at fourteen. Spurs are interesting. You have you have the two <coughs> guys that are almost like identical. They have, they're the they're the like incarnate of the Spider Man meme in Patty Mills and Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> you know, like they do the same exact things. Uh, then you have Lonnie Walker, Jakob Pertle, Bertans, and Forbes that are like these young guys yeah. that are all, you know, who knows who you're getting out of Forbes and Bertans at any given night. Pertle's think is going to be pretty, going to be really good for them. He could take a step forward on this team for sure. And then Lonnie Walker, I think, is going to be awesome. Yeah, that that was my whole thing with Patty Bellinelli, Lonnie Pertle. Like those were big Lonnie Walker guys. So yeah, that's my. I love their whole bench unit, so I had them at 10. 11 for me, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Brogdon, me too. Me Brogdon too, me come, too. You have the exact same? Yep. That's hilarious. I don't know how that would ever work out in these <laughs> bench <laughs> units. Uh, Brogdon, Delavadova, Ilyasova, Henson, Thonmaker, and then Dante Divincenzo. Dante Divincenzo, like- he's such a wild card. Him and Brogdon are a nice backcourt, though, coming off the bench. That is nice. Yeah. Uh, Ilyasova, like he gave Philly some good minutes last year, yeah, and can spread the floor some. Whatever the heck you're getting with Thon, yeah. So I, I thought Thon was gonna be really good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you he can't probably move was him. back in his prime. If Thon took the steps forward that most people thought he would, then they would be like way up this list. But. Oh man, yeah, well they would be they would be the next, like they would be the next Thunder. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> with with Thon Maker being, you know, he was Ibaka. the he was a big that no better than Ibaka. He was a big that could shoot already coming in. And yeah. was super good defensively. That's that's what people thought Thon Maker was going to be. They just never found their Ibaka or Westbrook. <laughs> oh, they got Chris Middleton. No, stop. He's he's like their Harrison Barnes of the. Okay, I'm down for that. Uh, number twelve, I have the OKC Thunder. We already talked about them. Uh, who do you have at twelve? You're really low on OKC, and that kind of bothers me. I think this I'm, transition for Schroeder is going to be harder than everybody thinks it's going to be. Hmm. Okay. I think he's one uh, of the best players on this list, but I think it, like pl- like playing how Westbrook's going to play what 35 minutes? That leaves what 13 minutes for Schroeder and then Schroeder's going to want more than 13 minutes. No, gonna, I think Schro- I think Schroeder uh plays with Russ some. That's what I'm saying. Think, that those minutes with Russ are going to be awful. They're going to be awful. No, uh-uh. it, I think it works. They're going to be so bad. I think it'll work. Like, especially for Schroeder. He's going to look like Dennis out there. He's going to look like Dennis when he was playing with JJ. He's going to be like, I have no idea what to do right now. I don't have the ball in I'm my not, hands. I'm not going to make a comment right now. I'll make it off the pod. Dennis struggled. Yeah. And Schroeder's <laughs> going to struggle, too. At number 12, I have the Knicks. Wow, I have them at 26. Uh, has a lot to do with because we had Porzingis and Knox starting, and yeah. um, I obviously like Cantor more than Nick. But uh, I docked them because Cantor's not going to be on this bench really, and I was like, uh, "Well, I did because of our ranking." So I had Cantor, uh, Hazonia, Moutier, um, Mitchell. I I like Mitchell Robinson um, and Ron Baker. <laughs> Ron Baker. I you know you don't know who like Courtney Lee if he starts or doesn't start Lance Thomas yeah so I don't know I, I like it but it has bench. a lot to do with Cantor and so 
it is an interesting bench. Their team's going to suck really bad, and they'll yeah. tank. Uh, they'll have a top five pick, but still, I, I don't mind. And I know I'm Moody is in that Wiggins category to where like I still think he can be <laughs> decent, and most people think he sucks. I don't think he sucks, but I don't think he's going to be decent either. <laughs> All right, 14 night San Antonio. We already talked about them. Who do you have at 14? Uh, Utah. Oh, yeah, Utah. Um, we'll do it. Oh, whatever. Just keep on going. <laughs> uh, number 13, I have the Portland Trailblazers. Why are you going to reverse? Because I didn't ta- I didn't mention them. Oh, uh, that's what threw me off. I had Utah at 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, Portland, uh, Evan Turner, you know, massive contract, not worth his contract, but he's still a good player. And then Zach Collins is a step forward candidate. Seth I really Curry, like Zach Collins. Seth Curry. We're very we're very believers in Seth, in Seth Curry. And uh, but the problem is they drafted Anthony Simon. So one of those two guys is going to get the bulk of those minutes. And either way, it's going to be good. So. Yeah, I just looked at their bench as like really young, and I have them at eighteen, so I don't have them too far. Yeah, um, but and Seth's not like super young, but Zach Collins, Harkless. Well, if Harkless starts or wherever, yeah, we'll yeah, see. we put him in starting. Yeah, Meyer, Myers Leonard. I didn't really count Evan Turner. I thought he would be a starter, so I'd probably move him up a few spots. But I'll leave him at eighteen for now. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so number fourteen is San Antonio. Who do you have at fourteen? I had Phoenix. Oh yeah, I have them at eighteen. I moved them up a lot. I had them at the bottom to start with, and then I was like, you know what? If we're if we're going ahead and starting Ryan Anderson and Trevor Ariza, that means Mikhail Bridges and Josh Jackson are and TJ Warren and TJ Warren are coming off the bench. TJ Warren's a very underrated player. Yeah, yeah, he is. He can get buckets as well and then, as uh, I mean Tyson Chandler's still on this bench. I was gonna say Tyson's still there. Um, and then Dragon Bender, whatever you get from him, he's the wild card. Dear Lord, nothing. Wild he's card. Wild, he's not. He's, as, he's not as bad as Chris. No, he's more like instead of wild cards, water boy. Um, Okobo. Don't you hate on Dragon Bender? I'm sticking sucks, up with Dragon Bender. He's so bad. He'll be okay. Um, I didn't think I thought I would land on Bender or Chris, over Chris in that little debate, but I don't even just neither one. Neither of them. Give me I don't know Delonte West, but Okobo and uh, DeAnthony Melton also. You don't know what you're gonna get from Okobo. Oh but dang! Could, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about DeAnthony Melton. That could be decent. One of those so. two. Both of those two could be on this bench. Yeah, so I still think they make a trade for a point guard, but I'm at 14. Yeah, that was good. I probably would even put him higher. I would have put him higher if I remembered D'Anthony Melton. I forgot about him. Um, Number 15, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm. They just have a lot of solid guys. Now, their starting lineup is also full of just solid guys that are not, you know, like good players. (laughs) But they Convince me who they have. Okay, Ronda Hellas Jefferson. Ed Davis. I thought we ranked him as a starter. Nope. Your guy, Kenneth hmm. Fareed, Karis LeVert, uh, Josh Harris. Joe Harris? No, Joe. Did I Joe. Say Josh Harris. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of my friend Josh in my head. Uh, and then Shabazz Napier. <laughs> Josh Harris. Napier. I used to know a guy no. named Josh Harris. I like Ed Davis. And I like Fareed. And, you like uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should like Karis LeVert. And we don't know if Dinwiddie and uh, Russell, yeah, yeah. Russell one of those two could end up on the bench. Yeah, I'll put him at 16. 
that was the one team I was missing in my rankings. So that's why I said <laughs> convince me. And then Shabazz Napier too. I think you know he had a solid year yeah. last year for Portland, and I think he you know he could have another solid year. And players so. players look better under this under this coach. <laughs> it still worries me that Portland said by Napier, hey, let's bring in Seth Curry who didn't play at all last year. But. You're concerned that Portland made a weird roster move that doesn't make sense. Okay, valid point. <laughs> Portland's made 15, so many weird roster moves that don't make any sense. At 15, I have uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, I, I'm at 24. Uh, Clarkson, Corver, Nance. I, yeah. I guess Chetty Osman. That's good. That's solid. And then Zizek. I don't mind him at all. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not that big. Zizek, I'm out on him. But Osman, uh, hey, don't you forget Rodney Hood. Yeah, we, we didn't put Rodney Hood. We, he's probably going to start. Just kidding. Over George Hill? <laughs> uh, yeah, Rodney Hood as well. That's no, I mean, any of these guys. I mean, JR could be on the bench. Rodney Hood. I mean, George Hill. Like, we don't like know for sure who's going to start. Yeah. But, like, those group of guys, I mean, I think they're fine. They're that's, better than definitely some of these other benches. That's the thing about these teams is that you, <laughs> you have no idea. These parts could be all interchangeable. Number yeah. 17, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. I had a hard time with this one. Oh, gosh. I have them 29. Yeah, I had a hard, I had a hard time. I was going back and forth. Who in the heck did they have besides TJ McConnell? Yeah, Wilson Chandler, I think, is interesting. TJ McConnell. Markel Fultz, I think. Oh, dear Lord. I don't even know what to do with him. I don't know what to do with him either, but... I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a. I honestly, didn't even think about him when I'm, I did this rating. Yeah, I'm gonna take a bet on him being decent this year. I hope. And then they did also added, that... they also had sneaky ad. They added Mike Muscala this year. No, he's horrible. Sneaky uh, ad. I like. I like Jonah Bolden a lot. And Amir and Johnson hear, and Jordan. Did you hear Bill and? <laughs> yes. Kevin I, O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I die laughing. Um, I but love no, when I, Bill doesn't know like a player that NBA Twitter is like in love with. Yes, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, their bench sucks and they got worse. So I think adding okay. Wilson Chandler is better. I mean, I like Wilson Chandler, but him and McConnell and Fultz and Bayless and Amir Johnson. Their whole bench rides on Markel Fultz, all right? Let's sure, and I'm, I'm betting on Markel Fultz to be okay. to make them the 17th best bench. Last time I saw Markel Fultz, he was like, I don't know, eating Chick-fil-A, walking in, and shot, shooting bricks. So. <laughs> all right, well, we had a technological glitch happen somehow where it did not record my audio for our conversation, so I could make you listen to... Isaac talked to himself for the next 11 minutes, or you can just go to MavsMoneyBall.com, check out the rest of our rankings, and check back with us tomorrow, and we will uh, continue to talk about all kinds of Mav stuff. We're very excited to be back for five shows a week, and we're excited to bring you guys some more content, continue to you know churn out the best Mavs podcast that we can do possible. So we'll take the second option, and uh, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Boom. <laughs>